you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. He's back! What up, everybody? Welcome to Power Rankings, brought to you by Energizer. I'm Colleen Wolf, and a hearty, hearty welcome home. Dan Hansis, he returns victorious from England, from London. I mean, your country... <laughs> Thanks you for your service. My, um, th- like America. Yes. I, I know that it was rough. Um, Is there any paperwork that I get? Something I could frame and put in the living room? I can I can have something drawn up for you. Cool. Yeah, like, nice. maybe a plaque. Who knows? I don't... I have to start on a negative note. What? How dare you put Daniel Jeremiah in the studio? Oh, what are you talking about? On our podcast. Well, listen, I just, How dare you? You know that we are very good friends at this point. Well, you and... Jeremiah? I just thought that, well, yeah, actually, after last week, me and DJ, he has moved up my power rankings of friends. It's <laughs> like watching Padres uh, games together. Straight over you, Dan. <laughs> but since you weren't here, I'm sure you didn't get a chance maybe to listen. Not yet, but I plan to study it. Well, how about right now? Shall oh, we? Geez. The blood feud runs pretty deep with Dan. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, when they get contracts and they get them redone, they put in special perks, and maybe that's a wardrobe budget. Maybe that's flying first class on the road. Mine is I will only appear on a Dan Hansu show if he is out of the country. I wish you weren't a liar, Dan, but here we are right now. Dolphins are number three. Yeah, I mean, he's not a man of his word. Uh, spoiler alert. I mean, <laughs> raise your hand if you're not shocked by that. Okay, that would be me. Can we put a QR code? Can we put a QR code on the screen and you can just scan it and get Dan's real-time reaction? Uh, <laughs> um, that would be perfect. I, I, that's what I want. I would love that. We're going to effort it, see if we can get it by the end of the show. I, I will go back to Ken Dorsey real quick, though. I haven't seen somebody that upset since Hansus woke up in the morning and one of his two t-shirts that he wears was dirty. Uh, that <laughs> is another level of anger. 
Seeger that we saw up there in the booth. Well, first of all, I was so excited when I heard there would be a Hard Knocks podcast, <laughs> and I heard you were going to be involved in it. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm in. Count me in. And That's great. I was like, oh my gosh, they've got Hanses with her. And but you still listen. I haven't seen episodes because of Dan. No, yeah, but yeah. you, but, but you subscribe a little bit. But right, no, just to your part, <laughs> just to your part, and then fast forward that little like 15 or 30 second fast forward button. Usually you have to push it multiple times because mm -hmm. Dan, you know, goes on and on, on and on. But, yeah. Oh my gosh. Dan. <laughs> the look in your eye I, right now of just anger. I travel across the world mm -hmm. to promote this brand of American football, and that happens back home. Mm -hmm. That is a sneak attack. The wholesome assassin, Daniel Jeremiah, with his fancy little shirt and his little digs. I will have my vengeance. I declare vengeance <laughs> on Daniel Jeremiah. Beware. No one in San Diego is safe. That fancy little shirt he was wearing, he told me before we started the show that he specifically wore that shirt because you have the same one. <laughs> so just letting you know. I, my favorite thing was that I have two t-shirts. I have, I'm like one of those guys, I have 7,000 t-shirts, including every t-shirt I've had since about 1999. And my wife wonders, why do you have all these shirts? Mm -hmm. Guys can't throw out their t-shirts. No, it's, it's it's difficult. Well, why don't you put your top five on a t-shirt? Let's throw it up on the show. I don't know why I would do that because this changes every week, so that would be... Well, maybe just for this week. Week yeah. four, we got the Eagles at number one. No change there. No change for the Bills at two. The Chiefs up two spots at three. The Packers standing pat at four. And then the Niners woo, up six spots at number five. We're going to talk about them too. But let's start with the Eagles. I'm not freaking out. You are, Dan. You know, two weeks in a row for the Eagles. They're the only undefeated team in football mm -hmm. at this point at 4-0. And that was an interesting little test for them, wasn't it? It was. So you had a situation where they fall behind 14-0. It's the first time there's any level of adversity for them. And their defense and Miles Sanders are the ones that kind of get it done. Miles Sanders, I think, has been excellent all year long. A buck 34 and two touchdowns on 27 carries. If you remember, there were a couple, you know, a couple years ago when he first broke out, he looked like a a superstar in waiting. And then last year, he never scored a touchdown. But the fact that he's able to be the lead of a ground attack that had over 200 yards, and then what the defense did to poor Trevor Lawrence, who we were, you know, we were ready to see him make the leap in Week Four, and he still very well may. I'm really a little bit out, Connie, on everyone needs to judge Trevor Lawrence every week about whether or not he's living up to the hype. Uh -huh. But, yeah, having five turnovers and four lost fumbles is no way to go through life. It's sort of man. like what Tua was previously going through when every single start last year, it was he was being judged on every single mistake was so magnified. So Trevor Lawrence kind of takes over that spot. But it was an emotional game. It was a messy game for the Eagles. The fact that Doug Peterson was back in the building, it was raining, it was ugly. But, like, the win itself was ugly, too. And they, they've showed that they can win a variety of ways, whether it's a shootout, whether it's a come-from-behind win like this. The defense did a really good job. Hassan Reddick, like, what a great pickup that was yep. in the offseason. But I'm a little worried about some of the injuries that are starting to pile up for the team. But you are standing standing on your ground here I, that the Eagles are the top team in the NFL, not just because of the record, but just because of It is not the power the standings. It's the power rankings. So, yeah, it's the fact that they've won in all sorts of ways and even when Jalen Hurts comes back to earth a little bit, they still find a way to reel off 29 unanswered points. I don't like that their new end zone font is a ripoff of the old Jets logo from the 80s. Like mm. You guys don't need to be doing that. I'm not a huge fan of the font either. I don't know what's lie. going on with that. But yeah, and you have the number two team, the Bills, who were so awesome, obviously, on Sunday night. And it did cross my ma mind, Connie, since you bring it up. Were they good enough and impressive enough against the Bucks to take back the one spot from the Eagles? But ultimately, I said, mm, that doesn't seem right. The Eagles, I think... The Jags are not the Jags of last year, and I thought that was a really impressive showing in that game. Yeah, so there we have the number one spot, um, and we will continue to see how they do. They have the Cardinals next week, the Eagles do. That's nice. It is, especially after what we've seen from that team. Did you guys boo Doug Peterson? I'll get to that a little later in the show. I hope you did. Listen, we are a good – we're good people right. from Philadelphia, okay. all right? As I well. sit here in – all of my Phillies gear. Let's go to your number four team. Okay. The Packers. They stay at four. So now they're in the top five still. Pretty high for a team that almost lost to Bailey Zappi in overtime. Yeah, that was a very strange game. 
because I don't think the Packers were playing poorly, and I don't think even Bailey Zappi was playing well. Like it wasn't him going off and and shocking the world. Uh, he made a couple throws, but for the most part, he was exactly what you would think from a third string rookie quarterback with no experience at all. So I think when you saw when the Field goal kick goes through the uprights by Mason Crosby and the Fox cameras cut to Matt LaFleur pulling off his headset with like a look of just relief Mm. etched across his face. It was because I don't think anyone expected that game to go the way it went. And and you kept expecting Green Bay to pull away. And um, yeah, if you want to quibble a little bit, sure, I will. That's part of the job here. I wasn't so impressed with the defense's inability to really take that game over for some three and outs, for Zappy into a killer, you know, interception or a pick six, something that would give them breathing room. But instead, uh, the Pats kept on answering the Rod, uh, the Rogers marches, and then finally they step up in overtime, get the stop near midfield, and then kick the field goal. So it was a nice little test, an unexpected test for the Packers. So it was enough to park them where they were. But I wasn't it's... huge on Romeo Dobbs dropping. Oh. The, I know oh. it was very close, but that's now the second time we've seen one of these young uh, wide receivers fail to pull in what would have been a huge touchdown for the Packers. I hate when weeks. I don't survive the ground, like every single time. Never it's survive terrible. the ground. I hate it, but it just shouldn't have been so difficult for the Packers in that game. I understand when you have a game like the Bills and the Ravens did, like that is an absolute test. That's like a final exam almost in the regular season, and you know it's going to be difficult and it's going to come down to the end. But this really should not have and I guess it was nice that the wide receivers for the Packers ultimately came through at the end so they could get the game-winning field goal but there are some problems there and it's not sustainable that the way that they're winning games yes well that word is the word that Aaron Rodgers used on Sunday after the game this was the quote this way of winning I don't think is sustainable because it puts too much pressure on our defense and obviously I've got to play better and will play better and here's the mm-hmm. thing Rodgers for all the criticism he gets on certain subjects is being modest here because I thought he was excellent in that game he put some throws on the money that there are very few quarterbacks that, that, that can do what he does and what he did in that game and that's why it was such a strange game for me it's almost like I would want to go back and watch it again because because mm-hmm. I was in like an England haze where I'm sleeping two two hours a night <laughs> with supreme jet lag because I didn't think the Packers played bad I thought really maybe a testament to Bill Belichick and them coaching up that team to hang against a much better opponent but the Packers held serve like the Eagles tested in a surprising way Got the dub. And their schedule coming up, they have the Giants, Jets, and Commanders. So they could have Let's six see. wins. So Giants, so that's win, Jets, loss, Commanders, mm. win, so win two and three. <laughs> Before they get the Bills. Yeah. How about your number five team? You absolutely love this team. You've loved them from week one when I think you had them ranked <laughs> three. three. The Niners at five. You're really trying to make the Niners a thing right now. And honestly, like some of us are I'm old not to remember that Monday night football game against the Broncos. That's ancient history history (laughs) that feels like it was 100 years ago i know it wasn't but this is the version of the niners that can win a super bowl this defense is absolutely legit sacking matthew stafford six times you got the game icing pick six by talanoa hufanga who's been awesome all year the niners have this ability and it's underrated to continually unearth these gems on their defense and they're not always high drafted guys they're these players they just they're a development machine of impact players on defense and you just see it when they have health and they have these guys on the field they are really tough to mess with and also i think this building levi stadium doesn't always get a lot of love but that was loud last night i Mm -hmm. thought that was a good vibe there so the defense is the reason they won that game and i think taking it to sean mcveigh and the rams in that way had to be super rewarding after the playoffs yeah, Matthew Stafford was sacked seven times in that game. Seven. I was just looking it up. But you also have Debo Samuel and just the touchdown run that he had was he had so many. I'm trying. I'm like closing my eyes so I can visualize it right now. There were so many missed tackles, and the Rams are usually that is their department. They're so good. And Nobody could tackle Debo Samuel. No, Samuel. that and is like, that's a toughie. So you had that insane run, and then Jeff Wilson just was like shot out of a cannon at one point. Just the acceleration that he had there was just so much yak in this game the yak bro there's a yak attack you know yak attack yeah and that's what this is about and that's why you could say maybe i'm a little overly bullish putting them into the top five but 
when Jimmy Garoppolo is playing within himself, he doesn't have to do as much as some of the other quarterbacks of um, big-time teams in the league right now. He just needs to get it out on time, on target, and let them do the work. After the game, he was interviewed on the field, and he said it. We're getting the Yak Bros back. Mm-hmm. And nearly three-quarters of his passing yards yesterday, 239, came after the catch. Oh, my gosh. So it's like you could say, oh, yeah, but he can't attack teams downfield. Look at what he has and the way they could play offense. That's fine. And then mm-hmm. if you have a defense like that, come yeah. on. You're telling me with the team you saw last night dismantle the Rams. And I know the Rams haven't been good this year, but that's not a top five team to you right now? Well, Or I, close to it? I don't know because watching them against the Broncos, it just felt different. Now, I know that was Jimmy's first start, and he really hadn't had a ton of work with the starters before that. But I think that you do have a point when you talk about the defense and the way that they're able to win games with this offense, with the yak yards and everything else. That's how they made their playoff run last year. So why couldn't they do it again this season? Especially now Jimmy G's not playing with a bad throwing shoulder. Mm -hmm. So I think Garoppolo could get them in the end. I get that. I think the reason why I had them at number three to start the year is because I did buy into it, this idea of, But what if you took a supreme talented player like Trey Lance and if the coaching staff believes in him, if he's great, they're going to be unbelievable. That didn't work out, unfortunately, because of the injury. But now you have this team, and I think this team is still plenty good enough to win. Yeah, so they have the Panthers. To win it all, Connie. To win it all. Perhaps. Whoa. You're telling me that version of the Niners in January, the Eagles uh, welcomed them into the link. You're not a little concerned? No. Not at all. There Come she on. is. I'm feeling great. She's a Philly girl. I feel great about my Philadelphia The Philly teams. girl. Let's go to teams 6 through 10 in your rankings. At 6, we have the Bengals up four spots. The Ravens at 7. At 8, you have the Bucks. They remain unchanged as well as the Vikings at 9. And then the Dolphins down seven spots at 10. I want to talk about a team right outside of the top 10, though. The team that lost to the Niners while we're kind of coming off that game. The Rams. They have a lot of issues going on their offense of line they're relying way too much on Cooper Cup everything is going through him let's just look into the future though here for a second Mm. because they started at two then they fell to four then they slipped to six for two weeks now they're outside the top 10 at 11 if they lose to the Cowboys on Sunday how much further do they fall well it depends what kind of loss it is but Mm -hmm. if it's a if it's a performance like this the one on Monday night they're all of a sudden probably in that 16 to 18 range, which Whoa. is crazy. But listen, the reason why they're on a steady decline on this list is because they haven't played well all year. There was only one moment in the season where I felt legitimately good about the Rams is when they were up 27-3 on the Falcons. And even that game, 28-3 on the Falcons, and even that game became a nail-biter at the end until J- Jalen Ramsey at high point in an interception in the end zone. Yeah, I just thought that offense is hard work for them right now Mm -hmm. and you could definitely point to the offensive line and all the injuries that they've had along that front and that's causing maybe the reason why they're refusing to throw downfield is because they don't trust their line to hold up for Stafford who's a veteran quarterback who's been dealing with issues of his own there's probably a lot of different factors but you're right. I don't think any offense where you're just throwing it over and over to Cooper Cup. I mean, the game I see yeah. pick six by Hufanga, who do you think he's targeting there? Cooper Cup. Of course, defenses are going to react and say, you need to beat us with someone else. And that's why this Allen Robinson situation has been. It's approaching. I wrote it in the power rankings on NFL.com because I love just writing the word. We're approaching, Connie, mm-hmm. boondoggle status No. with this acquisition. I, it's, I'm so upset about it. I really wanted this Don't to work out. Don't be upset out. about Why? it. I wanted this for Allen Robinson. <laughs> like, I was so excited that he was finally freed. He was out of Chicago. Right. He was going to a situation. We all thought it. It would be great for him. And now this. And it doesn't, this isn't necessarily a reflection of Allen Robinson himself. But, of course, he's probably got something to do with it. Maybe he has a lot to do with it. But I remember around the NFL went to Rams camp in the summer. And Jordan Rodriguez, who covers the Rams for the Athletic. We love her. We love Jordan. She was one of the many beat writers that were saying, man, this guy, Allen Robinson, he is bawling out. People are coming up to me and just saying, hey, keep an eye out. strangers at the grocery store. Just strangers. Well, I think it was a camp, but I like that idea. Jordan (laughs) buying oranges in the grocery store and, and someone just can't. Get enough of Alan Robinson and conversation about his career. Or it was Colleen. It's like, Colleen, what are you doing here? You don't even live in this neighborhood. I'm stalking Jordan Are you now. following me? And so it's gone from that 
to this and part of it's a reminder it's like oh the summer's kind of annoying mm-hmm. in football because you could talk and talk and talk but you can't manifest it. It, it, it he needs to do it on the field they need to find a way and they also need to pick up the phone and see how Odell's knees doing that's true that's a great point I'm a little worried about Sean McVay I wonder how he is doing just like mentally right now because I'm sure he's I mean, not he's he not has to watch to he has to and I'm sure he did it last night he has to watch that game film. And I wonder when he watches that, what his, his thoughts are about Matthew Stafford and how much of the offensive issues go back to him. Or is, and I'm sure he's obviously watching it, McVay, from all levels in terms of studying the offense. Does he understand that the protection issues and the inability to have a sustained run game and the lack of a trust here with Stafford and these other receivers? It seems like it's all kind of a messy stew. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time after watching this game, it's like, oh, I'm worried about the Rams. It's yeah. hard to repeat. It doesn't happen. It happens last time it happened was like 20 years ago. Right. And right now the Rams don't look anything like they were by the end of last year. No. And meanwhile, Jared Goff, though he doesn't have the wins, is playing pretty well. Uh, we'll get to the Lions a little later yeah. in the show. But... I don't know if they're. Yeah, I, I still think they're two and two or probably worse if Goff is here. But you're right. He no, is, for sure. He, you know, he wasn't the. Here's the thing. He wasn't the problem either in Los Angeles. It was when the supporting cast came back to earth a little bit, including Todd Gurley, who Mm -hmm. went from superstar to just a guy overnight. He was exposed a little bit, Goff. Uh, Stafford, is he being exposed a little bit right now? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. It's a weird team to figure out right now. They can't figure themselves out. Teams 11 through 15, as we just mentioned, the Rams. Do you Rams... think I should have dropped them out of the top, top 10? Do you think yeah. that was too harsh by the old Zeus? No, I, I, right, I think you're right. Watching them. What did I mess up in confusing. the top 10? Did I botch anything in the top 10 to you? Let's see. I'm looking. Well, I, I don't know if the Niners, the Packers maybe should get dinged a little bit right. because it was just such a tough win right. for them against Bailey Zappi. But, but overall, I kind of nailed it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Through 15, Just we say got very good, Danny. The Rams down. Titans at 12. They remain the same. The Cowboys remain the same at 13. Chargers up one at 14. And then the Raiders at six at 15. But that spot that is just it's so difficult to figure out. It's a little bit of the twilight zone. Oh, yeah. Two weeks in a row, the Cowboys have been your 13th ranked team. The defense is carrying the team. It's a little bit like a Cooper Rush effect going on. How do you feel about them right now? Are they really that difficult? They are. To understand, to figure out. You know what? They're a little different than the typical 13 twilight zone team. Really? Because I don't think they're difficult to figure out right now within the context of they're pretty good. They are pretty good. They're not a team. Usually the number 13 team's like, really good right now. what are we doing? Like, who are they? What makes them kind of an interesting team to try to figure out to me, Connie, is are they actually really good? Mm-hmm. Are they the team that went through last year and entered the playoffs and then fell on their face? But it was like, okay, this is a good Dallas team. This is a team. Earmuffs, Connie. No. They are going to contend for the NFC East this mm. year. Because as good as Cooper Rush has been, and he has been, he's really done great work. And I really liked even in the game – on Sunday, he was attacking downfield throws with the game in hand late. He's he's fearless out there. He knows this is his opportunity. It is the defense that is not going to change unless they get hit by injuries. And that that's a defense that has given up one touchdown in each of the first four games. Mm-hmm. Even the Eagles are going to struggle against this defense. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see about that. They and did a great job. Getting after Carson Wentz. They sacked him twice. They intercepted him twice. But everybody does that. I know. <laughs> it's been all year for, for Dallas. And Micah Parsons is not stuffing the stat sheet so far. But this is even without him going off and just taking over the league for a, a six-week stretch, which is possible as well. So the mystery to me is, are they a potential elite NFC team? I'm already now back in that they're good. How good are they? And again, we're wrong all the time on the show. I don't like to tell anyone that. Because I thought they were cooked mm. after week one. But the Cooper Rush thing was a revelation that he was able to come in and hold things down. And the defense has been maybe the best in the league. Was that a baby's head that just flew by? Or or is that just, you know, your jet lag rubbing was, off oh, there it is. you see it? There's the baby. Well, uh-huh. that, it's, not, it's a doll head, Colleen. It's, oh, right, it's not right. an actual human baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there it is. E equals MC squared. <laughs> uh, a clock spinning. Grandfather clock, mm-hmm. just going around and around. We are in not the Twilight Zone because that's someone else's intellectual property. Yes. What is this? A version. It's the Twilight Area. Okay. Yeah. Twilight Corner. Well, no, because space is vast. Right. The Twilight Vacuum? It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what else I see? Good. Team 16 through 22. Okay. Broncos. Are we at clear 16. with the IP on that? We, uh, we'll check. Are we in the clear? Let's check with our lawyers. Cardinals at 17, up three. The Saints up one at 18. The Giants up three at 19. Can I say one more thing about the previous grouping? The Wait, Ra- hold on. The Jags at yeah. 20, the Browns at 21, and the Falcons at 22. Go ahead. Did you plan to talk about the Raiders on today's show before we said goodbye? So mm, I want to touch on the Raiders quickly. No. They're up six to 15, but it's not like I watched the game against the Broncos and thought, oh, man, they are on the rise. Mm-hmm. It's this whole middle of the league right now is very foggy 
Well, yeah, there's yeah. so many teams that so, are two and two. So uh, if a team like the Raiders wins one game, they're going to shoot up, even if I'm not that high on them. Now, you look at the rest of them, you just say, I got the Broncos down two. The Cardinals, I don't like the Cardinals at all. No, me but, either, but they're somehow up three spots. But then look who's beneath the Cardinals. The Saints, who are one and three, and very nearly 0 and four. The G-Men, who, yes, they're three and one, and I, get, I moved them up three spots, but... I'm not in love with them. The Jaguars just gave up 29 straight points to the Eagles and their young quarterback at five turnovers. The Browns keep finding ways to lose. And then I got the Falcons up to 22 and maybe they should be even a little higher, you could argue. But I don't love the Raiders, but look at all these teams, Connie. I feel like we just took a saw and opened up your head and looked inside of your brain. You're delirious. Imagine flying over like Scotland and Ireland and then the ocean and then Nova Scotia. And then I'm over Bozeman, Montana. And it's like, oh, Dan, keep, you know, pound out your power rankings. Figure all this out as like my body clock is exploding inside. But I I still, by the way, hashtag 32 for 32. I have a gift for you. I nailed it. What? Hey, Dan, you know what time it is? What? <laughs> Power Moves presented by Energizer. Great. Right, Love the teams that Energizer. are moving up, and one of those teams is the Giants, now at 19. How about that? And, well, week one, they actually came in at 28. That's where then, we started, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yes. so really almost, you know, almost last. One of the worst teams in the league, it seemed, on paper before we began the game. Sure. So they beat the Titans and moved up to 21. They beat the Panthers and moved up to 19. They lost to the Cowboys. Dip them back. Back to 22. I dipped them. Yeah. yeah, you had to correct there. And then to the Bears, they won this past week, and now they are 19. So, listen, only the Eagles and the Vikings have made bigger leaps since week one. But at 19, like, you're still not really sold. No, and you know what's interesting to me? Usually when there's a team, and I'll use the Panthers as an example last year or the Dolphins this year, that gets off to a fast start. And if I don't immediately move them high up the power rankings, the fans of that team will come into my Twitter and just say, I don't know what I'm doing. How Mm -hmm. dare you ignore what they're accomplishing? Usually, wait, let me guess. They can't understand how you have a job? Right. You should be fired. You should be this. It's like, whatever, bros. And then usually those teams, because they're not actually as good as those fan bases think, despite the early record, they fall back to the pack. With the Giants, I've done the same thing. I'm kind of slow playing them a little bit because I'm not buying in totally. But I'm not hearing Giants fans pushing back. I'm not seeing it as much because I think Giants fans also understand that this 3-1 start, while not fake by any stretch, this is a team that is played very close games in all three of the wins. Saquon Barkley has been the difference in pretty much all of them. The Cowboys game, which was like kind of the first big test in primetime at home with Dak Prescott injured, they weren't able to get it done. And that kind of said, okay, that was a little bit of a heat check for them. So while their 28 to 19 rise is notable and three and one's great and there's a little juice in New York uh, for the football teams, which is nice. I can't say when I look at their schedule, Connie, at Packers. Mm -hmm. In London. In London with... Daniel Jones may be out. He's right. got the ankle issue. And we don't know about Tyrod Taylor because the concussion. Right. Ravens at home, at Jaguars, at Seahawks. I'm not in on that yet. I think that's it. after that stretch of four games, they'll probably be at 500 or below. But mm-hmm. listen, they've already surprised a little bit. Maybe they'll surprise some more. Yeah. The Daniel Jones getting knocked out with the ankle, and then he didn't throw a pass the rest of the game after he had to come in when Tyrod Taylor was knocked out. So who knows if it's going to be Davis Webb starting in London for the Giants. But this week, we had the wide receivers combining for three receptions and 25 yards. Kenny Galladay, he Who? zero. Who's that? I know. I don't even know at this point. Do I they know? A, Is he on the team? I think he had a knee issue. He came out of that game. And, yes, but he's he had been a knee such injury. A disappointment. Yeah. Zero catches before he was knocked out late in the game. But this is a team that All I, right, I don't Eagles think anyone's fan, really I know what convinced. you're doing. I know what you're saying. You're like, oh, this is total bogus. They're baloney. I don't believe in them. And I kind of agree with you. But this is a very hard spot for mm-hmm. them going to – London to play Green Bay shorthanded. But Saquon Barkley has been one of the best running backs in the league, and that is something I did not see coming. That changed their fortunes in a lot of ways this year. 146 rushing yards for him. Outstanding. He's been a bright spot, so that's great for the Giants fans. They can hang their hat on that. There you go. You know, how magnanimous of you, the Philly fan. I know. This is what I do.
Anyway, we got teams 23 through 27. Holly just patted her hair after that. I didn't know I'm that patting myself about. on the back for some reason. <laughs> Seahawks up 5 to 23. The Lions, ooh, the Lions. We're going to talk about them in a second. Down 8 at 24. The Patriots mm. down 1 at 25. The Jets up 5 mm. at 26. The Steelers down 1 at 27. Got their Kenny Pickett in. He'll be the guy moving forward. But this brings us to power failure. I just mentioned the Lions. And it was so sad. It was so sad watching the look in Dan Campbell's eyes at the end of that game as he watched on after his team. This was a 48-45 to 45 game against the Seahawks. Geno Smith came out of nowhere. Uh, this is... This is so sad what for the Lions. They didn't even have Amon Rossi Brown. This is the sad power failure music. Sad jams. This is really, this is a sad jam. I don't know what to do with, because you know this team means a lot to, to us, Connie. We, we covered the Hard Knocks Lions season uh, on the podcast this summer. That was a great time, and we had so much hope. And in particular, you know this, Connie, like Aaron Glenn was my dude. Uh, I know. Former Jets cornerback who just seemed to be the type of coach that anybody would want on their staff, a defensive coordinator, a smart, um, leader of men type guy that lived and breathed it. And yet, they're on pace to give up more points than any team ever through four games. And after the loss, Dan Campbell, without calling out Aaron Glenn, you know, made it clear that we have reached the stage where we need to change some things and we need to be asking questions about why this isn't working. So the offense uh, giving up 500 and 55 yards to Geno Smith and the Seahawks? That doesn't even seem right. Uh, there's a major issue here. So they got to get a fix. They got to find a way. We talked about it all through the summer on the Hard Knocks podcast that this defense was a question mark. And uh, Rodrigo, for instance, mm-hmm. having the second highest selling jersey, the undrafted or the seventh round rookie linebacker. They don't have a lot of star talent. And even with Jeff Okuda making a jump at, at cornerback, they don't have enough pieces. Mm-hmm. And Hutch there now. But it's it's a problem. It is. It's a power failure for the hype machine around the Lions because you do need tangible appreciation. You need, res- you need to take the next step. And they well, haven't done it yet. The offense has... The offense shows that they can score points. They didn't have Amon Ross St. Brown. They didn't have DJ Chark in this game. Jamal Williams, he's showing that he can be a reliable back for them. Jared Goff is actually flourishing with Ben Johnson. Right. They're creative. TJ Hawkinson has been a good option for them. I mean, they're too. averaging 35 points a game on the nose. The problem is they're allowing 35.3 points a game. It is the highest total number of points, 281 of any team ever as well. So I want to talk about the Twilight Zone, the team that doesn't make sense. I don't know what to make of the Lions, but Mm -hmm. let's just hope that this is not an aberration with the offense because if the Lions offense comes back to earth a little bit, the defense is not going to be able to pick up the slack. I just need a couple wins for Dan Campbell. I need yeah. it for my soul. You know who else needs it? The Colts. Dan Campbell. Ah, that's the next team I'm going to, the Colts. <laughs> the Colts don't them. need the Lions to win for so, Dan Campbell. The Colts started at 12 <laughs> this year, and you know how much I love them. Then they tied the Texans, so they fell to 15. Yep. Then they lost to the Jags, yep. so they fell to 26, plummeted to 26. They beat the Chiefs. That's when Peter Schrager said they should be 32, I remember, on Good Morning Football. What, after the Jags game? After the Jags lost. Yeah. who had looked worse at that point, which was a fair point at that time. Sure. But I didn't want to bury him that far. Well, you bumped him up three spots when they beat the Chiefs, and then they lost Which shows the that that was the right move, Connie, because if I would have put right. him all the way down to 32 and then they beat the Chiefs. Exactly. I would have looked like a jerk. Mm-hmm. So here we are now. They've fallen 16 spots since week one. It's it's a tough team. And Matt Ryan, he's having issues with turnovers. They can't run the ball. This is not what I was sold during training camp. No, no, no. <laughs> this like is not when, what I sold to everyone else. Right. And the, it's a bad beat for Connie. It um, is. I understand ultimately. that. But when I was walking into the studio today and behind the glass was our colleague, producer Jason Kleiman, big Rams fan. And I said, hey, Jason, so what's up? The Rams, they stink? And we had a conversation about it. I've have had the same conversation about the Colts. Are we just there with are the Colts bad? Is that what's the problem? Like, what's wrong with the Colts? How do we fix the Colts? Maybe this is actually a deeply flawed roster. And with the offensive line not being nearly as good this year, that blows everything up. That it was so sensitive 
the roster that it needed to be held um, and everything needed to be strong up front or everything else falls apart. And because it hasn't been strong up front, Matt Ryan looks old mm-hmm. and has been ineffective and, and turnover plagued. And Jonathan Taylor is getting stuck at the line of scrimmage over and over again. And now he has a high ankle sprain with a Thursday night game coming up. And you add it all up, it's like, you know, have I mentioned Shaquille Leonard uh, just broke his nose and uh, was ruled out with a concussion? Uh, I don't like anything about where the Colts are right now. They're lucky to be 1-2-1 one, and because they feel like a team that could have been 0-4 as bad as things mm-hmm. went. But this is not a team that I feel good about rising. I think the Titans are a better team, clearly. I think the Jaguars have surpassed them. Yeah. And they're more closer cousins to the Texans in the AFC South, which I'm with you. I can't believe that. I, I think I picked them as a playoff team. Oh. Maybe even to win the South. But that has not been the team that showed up to play. No. The Colts are now... Oh, two and one in the division, and they have Jacksonville and Tennessee again coming up in the next three weeks. So that is a rough schedule. Yeah, and I think Frank Reich, knowing how angry ownership was at the end of last season, if this thing continues to spiral, I know everyone's saying Matt Rule's going to be the first guy out. Frank Reich could be in trouble here if this season truly goes off the rails. Yeah, it's th- that's not a place that you want to struggle, especially with Jim Mersey and the way that everything went down last year with Carson Wentz getting run out of town. What kind of owner would you be? Would you be that type of owner? I would be a well-liked owner. You would? Yeah, but I would think I would probably be reactionary. Would you be the type of owner that would fire people all the probably. time and demand results and... It's tough because all that power, you know. Right, like, that's what I'm saying. I kind of feel like you might be. Yeah. Yeah, that might be your thing. That's your that's your job is to win, all right? Yeah, I'd be very calm, almost passive, but also wisdom. It would be like everybody would know I would carry around a big stick, a literal stick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's his wisdom stick. <laughs> and um, I would think about things like Winston Churchill in World War II and then come to decisions that would lead my organization to glory. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. 
Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Or download the app today. You know who has a new owner? The Broncos. Let's go to them. Nice transition. She's a pro. Week one have fallen eight spots since week one. Wisdom stick. (sighs) They went from eight to 16 to 17 to 14 to 16. So here we are now. This offense is, we saw a little bit more this week with Russell Wilson, but this team, now they lost Javante Williams. It's difficult to figure out. Yeah, the the fact that I have them at 16, that feels generous as well. Mm -hmm. But again, speaking to what we were talking about earlier, it's so so hard to figure out this area of the power rankings right now. It's usually the uh, toughest spot to figure out is that the teenagers, as we'll call them for the okay. power rankings, that 13 to 19 group. And the Broncos are right near the top of the list. And I don't know what they're going to do. This Javante Williams injury is terrible. It was worse than you would have uh, imagined when you saw it happen. So he's got a long road back. And the fact that they have to put Melvin Gordon back in the lineup at running back, a guy that's fumbled four times, including lost one for a fumble last week in a, in a big game, that's not good. That's not good. And then you put in Boone in that game and he drops a pass that would have kept them alive against the Raiders late. So their their running back situation is brutal. You know, you got the Randy Gregory injury. I'm we'll say this positively about the Broncos. Okay. Russell Wilson is starting to look a little bit more like dangerous. He's doing a little more freelance work. The last drive against the Niners on Sunday night and then he made some really kind of good throws that reminded you of the old days and scrambling a little bit more against the Raiders. He certainly was not the problem uh, against Las Vegas. But Denver in general, yeah, I think you, it's safe to say even at 2-2, two and two, which is hardly um, a disgraceful record, I would say that they're a pretty big disappointment when going down that list in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So they play Thursday night, as we mentioned, against the Colts. and Nice setup about, for them, though. Right? Nice setup for them because Jonathan Taylor, even if he plays – is going to be severely limited, and you take Jonathan Taylor out of that lineup, the Denver defense should be able be able to eat there even with Gregory out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that game goes. But we were talking about Frank Reich and when we were talking about the Colts and the fact that he could – you know, his seat might be getting warm. A team who has a head coach with the hottest of hot seats, I feel like, already, Matt Rule, the Panthers. They right. have fallen eight spots since week one. They have bounced from 23 down to 29, down to 31. And then 29, 31, they are really hovering just around, like, the worst possible spots. So this is Baker Mayfield. He has looked awful. He is not the guy. I mean, I wonder at this point, are they going to turn to Sam Darnold? Is that No, they better? will. They will turn to better? Sam Darnold because this is not sustainable. And is it better? Probably not, but that's the problem. That's the Matt Rule situation, which is the one that nobody wants to be in right now. He knows his job's on the line here, and he is already – he knows just like every Panthers fan, and you could hear him in Charlotte on Sunday booing the quarterback. They mm. know he is not the answer. Mayfield, I always kind of thought this, that he was a product of his system in Cleveland, and when there was a lot around him, he was able to make some things happen. But once you take some things away, this is what you get. And Darnold probably won't do any better, let's face it. But they need to, at a certain point, make a change. And the fact that Matt Corral, the rookie, went out with a foot injury 
in August, so he's not even an option. So Rule's like stuck with Baker right now. And there was a report that came out this week that Darnold's not close to coming back yet from the high ankle sprain that he suffered. Yeah. You're just stuck with Baker. But can I say one thing about the offense? You can. Yeah, go ahead, please. A few years back, Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback, uh-huh. and they were better. But you know who else is better? Christian McCaffrey. And you know why they were better? It wasn't just because McCaffrey's a different guy now, because I think he's the same guy. They would use him a lot, like throwing downfield and pass patterns. And he was kind of used in a dynamic way. And now it's just like they're just hammering him through the middle of the the line as a, a between the tackles runner with an occasional screen pass. He's your dude. Like find ways to make the quarterback's job easier by using the best player on your team. Are and you that's a that rule. Ben failing. McAdoo is not being creative. I did share with the audience that Ben McAdoo looks like my neighbor Nate. Uh, on what a nugget for around all of the NFL. Us. And, I, and again, it didn't maybe track with the entire audience, but I'm going to now say it on another show. Wow. That's a cool thing, though, that he kind of looks like my neighbor. Small audience is really They showed him that. in the box, and yeah. I was like, oh, that looks like my neighbor. Let's go to teams 28 through That's 32. my Ben McAdoo analysis, in case you... <laughs> is it your neighbor that's I remember actually I, calling the plays? When ben, <laughs> it might as well be. I remember when Ben McAdoo was the Giants coach, and he couldn't figure out what to do with his hair, and, and then oh. he slicked it back. And I think he's found something now. All right. You, you don't want to talk about no, it? You brought him up. of the power rankings, the Colts at 28. We just mentioned them down five. At 29, we got the Commanders taking command one spot up from last go. week. The Bears at 30, down three. The Panthers down two at 31. And then unchanged, the Commanders Texans moved up, huh? at 32. So that tells you... If the Commanders can get beat 25-10 and look bad doing it mm-hmm. and technically move up a spot, the teams below them are in a bad place. <laughs> really, that's a very really bad place. terrible. So, you don't want to be in this spot. And uh, so the Colts, you know, they just have an edge on the Commanders. But the Bears, the Justin Fields thing, is that's another that's another issue because mm-hmm. you, you could tell that Matt Eberflus does not feel like he can trust Fields right now to run the offense. He set a season high on Sunday in the 2012 loss to the Giants with 11 completions. Wow, not so, good. So that's an issue. All right, so let's get to the best of the rest here. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. I feel like that's an issue. Dan, it is an issue. You know what else? There's a lot of issues here in terms of teams that are difficult to figure out, okay. which is the hardest to figure out. I know they all You're putting are. me on a clock with yes. jet lag? Go ahead, go. All right, hardest team to figure out is the Dolphins. Mm. I got them at 11. Now, Dolphins fans are upset about that. They say, how could you do that to us? We lose one game, and you're dropping us eight spot. Well, you also lost Tua, and everything that went around uh, the loss of Tua, and you know the NFL now is taking a much more serious crack here about how they're handling concussions. Mm -hmm. Teddy Bridgewater against the Jets. I like Teddy, but the Dolphins are a big question mark to me right now. They are. How could they not be? For a lot of people. Hey, time's up. Good job. How about this one? Shouldn't the Falcons, 30 seconds on the clock, be above the Browns after beating them? Isn't that how that works? Well, uh, maybe. But again, I was on a plane. <laughs> I didn't write these. Someone did. Someone You're on my laptop. Man. Someone that looks like me uh, wrote these, but it wasn't me. No, uh, I do think the Browns, yeah, I think the Browns are a better team than the Falcons. The Browns could be 4-0 if they just execute better at the end of a couple games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Falcons have surprised me. I like them. I think they're certified frisky. But if you tell me who I like better, uh-huh. I mean, 21 and 22, Connie. Can we calm down a little bit? And ah, it's not the power standings. This is my standings. job to nitpick the rankings. Let's go to the next one. Okay, we got It Bengals. is your job. I apologize. I, I, apology accepted. Okay, good. That's fine. So, let's go. Bengals at 6. Ravens at 7. Are you tipping your hand for next week? Oh, good one. Ooh. Games. Where's the game? In Baltimore? Is it in Baltimore? I got to check. Yeah, let's check that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, I guess you would technically, yes, I, would ha- I would have to say, no, I wouldn't. I could say whatever I want. That's right. I like the Ravens at home, but I also say Cincinnati has their swagger back. They do. I liked what I saw from the Bengals the last couple of weeks. And Joe Burrow went out of his way after the game to compliment that offensive line and say, hey, man, you do that. You protect me. We're going to do all right. Still want to get the running game going? But I do like the Bengals in okay. Baltimore. All right. So, uh, again, that game at the Ravens. Uh, Sunday Night Football, too. Ooh. That's prime great. time. That's exciting. You think Joe Burrow is going to ball out in prime time? I know he's going to show up in some amazing outfit. He had this floral suit on last he's week. He's swaggy. Thirty seconds. Will the Jets yo-yo continue in the rankings? Uh, I am excited to watch the Jets. Do you this emotionally rank happening. them? 
I don't. Sometimes when I'm writing about them, I emotionally write about them, but I try to be even keeled with the rankings. Yeah, I thought that was really nice to see Zach Wilson um, lead that comeback in the fourth quarter. It was an excellent win. It's their second like crazy comeback in three weeks. I think they're still a very flawed team. But like I said, I think the Dolphins are a big mystery with Bridgewater and all the drama that's been, been around them. Mm-hmm. If the Jets beat Miami, mm-hmm. they're teenagers, baby. Ooh. Like 19. 19. Yeah. But they have to play okay. well, which they've never been teenagers in the time I've been doing power rankings. Uh, now, all of a sudden, you are coming to. I'm seeing Dan kind of like. <laughs> wait, no, wait. <laughs> through the haze. It's gone now. No, he's, he's it's gone. gone. We it was lost there. Him. We lost him. Now it's gone. Okay, you're done. You're off the hook from ranking things. I'm going to rank some stuff real quick oh, before yes. we get out of here. Colleen you know, ranks things. I That's the name of the know, segment. You, you, know, you think your jet lag is bad. Let me uh-huh. tell you about my jet lag because okay. I also had an amazing week in London. I've been all over the place. <laughs> my husband, John Gonzalez, is over there for Sports What am I drinking there? That's ginger ale. Yeah, so I hung out with you guys. This was a great night. We were at the pub together. We were supposed to go to a game, uh-huh. Crystal Palace. Didn't work out. Uh-uh. So um, we just, yeah, we went to the local pub and enjoyed our the company of each other. And, and John, who's a great husband and a great hang, we had a fun time together in London, did take the Polaroid photo of you everywhere mm-hmm. and had it all sorts of photos taken with the Polaroid and various figures. Yes, you can check out my Instagram if you want to see. Uh, it's like a flat, instead of flat Stanley, it's flat Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing me all across London. We went to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium the day after the game. I didn't get to go to the game, but I got to check out the, the Polaroid. Room. Yes, the Polaroid. Right, right, right. So the or do Polaroid you think your spirit made. is inside that photo? Is that what's happening here? Is that it what? Is your spirit inside the actual board? Of course it board? is. That's pretty cool. Yes, that's why I'm there. I met Harry Kane, the captain <laughs> in the locker room. And then the grand finale, I met the crew and cast from Ted Lasso at the big NFL party after the game. So you didn't have to go to London? No, I didn't. The we'll just do part. this all the time going forward. <laughs> the Send the Polaroid. The best part is after I'm done with our coverage, I was here at 2 a.m. to start for the pregame and halftime and all of that. That sounds fun. I get home and I have a FaceTime from John and I answer and it's John with the cast and crew from Ted Lasso. (laughs) (laughs) Surprises around every corner. All right, I got another thing I'm going to rank here. By the way, that's pretty good husband work. I know. He's making the rest it. of us I'm not look gonna bad. lie. This was pretty amazing. Now normally we would not be showing anyone running onto the field, but the hit that Bobby Wagner yes. pulled out against this was last night, Rams Niners. There was someone from the crowd that came down onto the field and Bobby Wagner had the craziest hit on him to take him out, kind of well, helping he had to out do security. It. Him and Tack McKinley took this guy down, and Kurt Warner thought potentially it was a gender reveal because it was a smoke bomb that <laughs> <laughs> was pink. Turns out that was not the case, but shout out to Bobby Wagner for the tackle there that did not show up in the stat sheet. Yeah, I thought that was great. I think any fan, you have to, if you do run on the field, which you should not, but if you do, at the very least, uh, in addition to the the night in the county lockup, mm-hmm. getting smoked on the field, that should be part of the price as well. And if you can get a future Hall of Famer like Bobby Wagner to do it, why not? Yeah, and Kevin Harlan had a great call of it. You can check that out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Want. Check out the Around the NFL podcast. We'll, we'll play that. By the way, did you notice the some poor security guard in the background of the video that's all over the place right now is running after the guy with the smoke bomb, and he suffers like a devastating leg slash knee injury. What? Yes. Watch closer. It's like in, it's the Zapruder film no. of uh, crazy fans on the field. It's crazy what oh, happens no. to this man's leg as he's just trying to run after this lunatic. The lunatic should pay for that man's ACL reconstruction surgery. I did not know that. I'm always, always so concerned about the security guards, especially if like a player takes them out by accident. That right. is so unfortunate. No, this is hardcore. No. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. I'm well, Sorry, Colleen, guys, to give you that news, but that's geez, sometimes that's, that's my job. D- didn't catch that angle. All right, one more. How about this? How about some good news? We'll end on a great note here. Just want to let you know that <laughs> the fans in Philadelphia, Eagles fans, we are not monsters. Doug Peterson. Oh, Gets back to the Lincoln Financial Field, gets a standing ovation in the rain from the crowd. Their hero returns. The statue is up, and now here he was in the flesh. It was a great moment for the Wow, how big of you guys, especially a couple weeks after your 
unmercifully booing the poor kid wide receiver who got drafted in the first round and didn't play as well Jaylen as he Rager? wanted to. Oh, come on, that's a totally different And then different instead of scenario. booing the guy that drafted Jalen Rager, Howie Roseman, you're <laughs> booing this poor player who just wants to do his best. Dan, why do you hate Philadelphia? I don't. It's just, you know, let's calm down with uh, the hero Great worship Great job, of the everybody. Fans. Amazing work out there with Doug Peterson. <laughs> I mean, I how could you, you not cheer? How is this we even something? I think this is, this is what I'm talking about with the Eagles fans and the Philly fans. Like, the fact that you need to, of course Ooh, you would cheer Doug Dan, Peterson. We are out of time. You've won one Super Bowl that in 55 years. Of course you would rankings. cheer him. Why would Make it even sure be something like off. maybe we Next booed week, him? cut his mic off. We'll be back, everybody. <laughs> Have a great rest of your week. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets real steel offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16 2024 see participating retailer for details to pick up truck bed chaos meet decked game-changing usa made full bed length drawers for tools and gear waterproof dustproof lockable secure whether you're working hunting fishing camping or just getting out of town and introducing decked deco cases tough modular problem-solving cases built for the truck job site campsite or garage say goodbye to random bins and tie downs order now at deck.com slash iheart for free shipping decked your truck your rules deck.com forward slash iheart